pullover. Lean in. It's time for the Soft Shoulder Podcast. I am your host, Danette Relic of Radical Creative Sanctuary, inviting spaciousness for your mind and your heart. Welcome. I'm glad you're here. The Soft Shoulder is your time. Your time to slow down and fuel up on self-love support so you can make the most of your gorgeous life. Join me here. Everyone needs a soft shoulder. This episode of the Soft Shoulder Podcast is brought to you by TechCoven.com. TechCoven offers personalized, introvert-friendly tarot readings online to anywhere you are. Special thanks to TechCoven for this generous gift. Last month in my newsletter, I got to give away five free readings to subscribers. And you know what? It felt so good good. It did not feel good to tell number six and number seven, (laughs) number eight. There were so many of you who were really excited about this uh, tarot reading opportunity. Um, And the good news is you can get them anytime uh, for great prices at techcoven.com. But it felt so good to, um, to treat my subscribers to this gift. Are you on my mailing list? You can be very easily on the homepage RadicalCreativeSanctuary.com. You can sign up there. And when you sign up for the newsletter, you get the seven houses of heartbreak download and more good things to come that are only for my Radical Creative subscribers, like that surprise tarot reading giveaway from Allison Tarr at Tech Coven. One of my favorite features of the readings at Tech Coven is how you get to choose which deck you wish to work with. I know if you're someone who loves Oracle decks like me, um, there's so many, it could be so easy to collect a lot of them. (laughs) And the artwork is just beautiful. And, And what I love is that there's some that don't speak to me at all but they speak to other people. And so um, you get a chance to choose which images you connect with. And one of the decks that Allison works with is the Wild Unknown. It's a popular deck. I think many of you even have it. And it branches away from traditional imagery of the tarot. Uh, There are no people in this deck, which is very nice. And uh, it uses delightful illustrations of nature and animals instead. Sometimes animal imagery is just what we need to tap us into our own true nature as humans. There is a book on this topic that I am really interested in reading. (laughs) I have not read it. This is not a book review and it's not an endorsement. Um, I've just listened to some samples of it and it's on my list. Just knowing that this book exists made me so happy. It's called Becoming Animal. In an interview about his book, the author David Abram, Abram, David Abram, (laughs) that's how I'm going to pronounce it, describes, he describes the mutually reciprocal dance of how plant life offers the oxygen that we human animals are hungry for, and how we take that into our bodies, swirl it through our blood, and offer up 
carbon dioxide that the plant life is hungry for. And he says that this dance is almost erotic. Now, I love it when people really nerd out on their topics. You know what I mean? Like you hear somebody talking about, I don't know, baseball cards, pottery, whatever. And it's like they're into it. Well, this guy, he's really into this. He's really into becoming animal and how there is no separation between what we humans might sometimes think of as a separation, like especially if we're living in urban environments, right? We talk about nature like it's something over there outside of us, but it's not. And like he'll, he even is calling this dance of breath, and this is just like one of many things that he's covering, but that breathing is a dance that is almost erotic. I want you to think about this for a minute. Chances are, right up until maybe even this moment today, you were probably relatively unaware of your own breathing. Is that true? You may have woken up, you did some things, you moved throughout your day, all without really stopping to notice and savor this miracle that is happening, not just once, but over and over again, keeping your body rich and alive and capable of every beautiful function you've been using, including some functions you haven't even been aware that you are using. Like, you know, like the so- the thing that kept popping up into my mind as I was thinking about this is that song, Your Body is a Wonderland, which is, <laughs> you know, sometimes will just make me laugh. But like, seriously, your body is a wonderland. <laughs> it is. I would even say, though, more so a symphony, actually. Now, listening to a symphony is interesting because it's like we're, what we're listening to is a song. We might think of that piece of music as one thing. But if you look closer, and especially if you're seeing it, listening to it, experiencing it live, it is not a song. It is a whole bunch of people with, you know, limbs, fingers, you know, things that are like playing the instrument. And then there's the instruments themselves and how they're crafted. Every string, every note, every key, every like bit of wood, like all of this is working together for this song to happen, right? Like what happens when you bring your attention, if you're listening and you bring your attention just to one instrument, like the clarinet, and it might not be playing throughout, but you could just like listen carefully and notice its role in this whole symphony. When it goes quiet, how it's waiting patiently, when it comes in, how it like leans into other sounds and then leans back out again, it's really phenomenal. What happens when you think of each breath as an amazing exchange between you and the plant life that's closest to you? What happens if you even entertain the idea that this is an almost erotic relationship? I don't know about you, dear listener, but I really dig this, okay? So (laughs) there's this expression, um, maybe you've heard it, that you catch more flies with honey than with vinegar. I've never really tried to do either of those things, but well, call me a fly because the animal that I am is wired for pleasure. I am motivated by my senses 
you know, like all animals. <laughs> and you are a human animal too. Pleasure and bliss and connection. We are wired for it. This is not an extra. This is not like just something on the back burner that like if we have time for it later. There is purpose to this design. So what happens when we take this perspective, all of us as human animals, now I, I have to say, I sometimes like wiggle about and use my hands while I'm talking to you and I'm recording these. <laughs> I knew I wasn't going to be able to keep still while I'm doing this. I'm just wiggling and dancing in my chair. So if you're doing that also, great, you're not alone. Um, so we're wired for pleasure and, and like, think of the perspective of us at home in the sensual nature of our own bodies and imaginations. I mean, just that alone just is exciting and wonderful. But what happens when we apply this to something like self-marriage, to something like our commitment to ourselves, our lives, right? These things we think about with our brain, which is part of the body. (laughs) I am guilty of this too, of separating. It's like mind, body, brain, body. It's in the body. It's all connected. So like this for me is the point, right? Because it's easy to begin considering self-marriage as a concept, as an airy concept, as an artsy concept, because in some ways it is. It's an idea. And it's understandable to begin considering self-marriage as a metaphor, as an arrangement of thoughts, because it is. But this is just the doorway This is a part of this. It's not separate. Our thoughts aren't separate from our bodies. So if this is the doorway, what is the embodied experience of something like self-marriage? How does my animal self engage with this idea? For me, it is that lifetime commitment to love myself first, to not forget about it, to not just do it when I have time or when I'm in a crisis. It's the ongoing cultivation of love at the source of my very being. Not instead of other sources, not instead of other relationships, but first as a foundation for the expansive dreams I have of full expression, love and connection with the world. And here's where it comes alive, right? In my body's experience of love with itself, with the world. What is the point of making a commitment to love if you're not going to feel that love? The feeling is happening in our bodies to allow the idea that my every breath is in a kind of erotic exchange with the trees I walk under to bring my attention there for the pure animal delight of it. Because let's face it, I can walk down the street grumpy, uh, bitching and moaning in my head about something that didn't go according to how I wanted to control it. I could be doing all that and I would still be breathing. (laughs) It'll happen regardless. The trees might get off on the fact that I'm breathing and I won't notice. So what happens that it's bringing my attention there purely for that animal delight of it to remember my nature you 
you know, this is an easy I do. Yes, I will do that. I will bring this kind of sensual pleasure to my day. It's there for the taking. I, it's there all the time. It's, it's there for you as well. It's available, right? Anything right now, right in this very second, it is there the whole time. It's like a radio. It just keeps going. It's like, do you want to listen or not? You don't have to do anything about it. You just need to bring your attention there. How I bring my self-marriage, a concept that could be very airy, how I bring that into my body, into my animal self, is that I'll ask what my self-marriage needs. I'll ask what that needs. I'll ask where it needs tending, where attention needs to be given. And I will have more moments like this, which brings me to the present like no other. Like how can you not be present if you are breathing consciously walking down the street, imagining this exchange with the trees and noticing how it feels. That's you being present in the love that you're cultivating. I pulled, speaking of oracle cards, um, I um, pulled from someone else's self-mastery deck, just these little tiny cards are so lovely. Um, They're very simple. They just have one word on them and then a little description. But I have to say, I've only pulled a few of these and... The descriptions really make me think they're not, you know, I pulled the word integrity and the description had me go, huh, (laughs) I thought I knew what integrity meant. I'm not sure I did. And then it just gives me something to reflect on deeper. Well, my most recent pull from that deck was gentleness. And I'm really working with it. I'm going to work with it for an entire month which the um, overachiever personal growth lover in me like sometimes can just want to consume lots want to let's pull 12 cards let's let's pull a card for every chakra let's like juggle the cards but it's like no one (laughs) just one and make that commitment to just the one what does it mean to just be with gentleness and that's enough because this particular deck is called self-mastery right Mastery requires that kind of attention, exclusive attention, gentleness. What's coming up for me so far, I'm only about a week in, but what's coming up for me so far is just how important it is to be gentle with myself, to feel what's going on, to feel in touch with my needs, my body's needs, my soul's needs, wherever that voice is coming through. And and how that impacts me in the world. Like, you know, when I'm being really gentle with myself, and let's say I'm on a, a crowded bus, and there's a lot of grumpy people on it, and one or more people may be having some kind of freak out, and they're being very aggressive or violent or whatever. When I am being really gentle with myself, I can feel any quiver. I can feel what I need. I know if I need to remove myself, or I have more... Uh, resilience to sit gently within that storm that's going on and not take it on. And I can also access compassion so much easier easier than ever. (laughs) Because it's right there. Like when I'm gentle, I'm soft. And there it is. Someone might be having a freak out instead of feeling threatened. I might just be like, wow, they're in a lot of pain. I notice that when I'm being gentle, my thoughts are much more compassionate, much more soft, much more allowing and caring 
and that's not to say that it's, you know, boundaryless. Um, I'm being gentle with myself and protecting my energy as well. Now, when I'm not being gentle with myself and I'm being very hard and controlling and um, critical and uh, just tight, and then I get on the same bus with the same people, with the same few individuals that might be more like violent, assertive, aggressive, whatever, I, it is so sometimes impossible for me to find that thread of thought that allows me to draw some compassion um, I feel threatened. I feel angry. I just react so much stronger. I just take it all on, right? Um, and I can't be gentle to them or to anyone else or just even to life itself. So all this is, is me bringing my attention there. But today I want to talk about how this perspective of like being in our animal body and of uh, being wired for pleasure and how our senses are here for a reason. I want to talk about how my shoulders are rolling, you guys. <laughs> uh, I'm really glad this is not a video podcast. <laughs> Anyways, I want to talk about how this perspective can bring renewed pleasure to your future. So when you imagine your future right now, how does it feel? Just notice your future. Now, are you noticing that you are not actually feeling anything, but you're thinking about it? Trying to find an answer? (laughs) Do you think about your plans and fears? Do you feel like it's all happening in your head? Just notice there's no wrong answer. Just notice where that where you went there. Notice if you feel like the future is something that's happening to you or something that you are building, maybe putting effort into or striving for. These are thoughts, but how do they feel in your body? Like, how does it feel to imagine striving, building, or something happening to you? Now, what happens When you remember, remember who you are, that you are a human animal. And you remember that pleasure is wired into your very being for a reason. And what happens when you remember that you are a perfect creature? Yes, that's right. Feel it. (laughs) I said it. You are a perfect creature. Feel those words. And what if you imagine that your future is something that you are flirting with? What if your future is something that you can seduce? You don't need to strive. You don't need to reach. You don't need to build. You don't need to hustle. (laughs) You can seduce it. Bring it to you simply by embodying your human animal nature. Now, I'm not talking about fantasy and escape from life. When I talk about your imagination, I take imagination very seriously. And remembering that, you know, if our nature is not, nature is not separate from culture, right? Like, 
Nature is not just trees and water and mountains. We are nature as we are now. That includes our culture. That includes everything. There's no separation. There's nothing wrong with you. You are not outside of this experience of you as a human animal. And it's no accident that we have the power to imagine. We have the power to imagine and to feel what we imagine as though it is real. That's amazing. It is no accident that we can create our experiences with how we play with our imaginations. What if we are designed to dream deliciously and pleasurably and create experiences that are also delicious and pleasurable? Now, let's say that your future, your desired future, it includes a kind of home that you don't currently inhabit. Okay, so maybe this means that you, in your future, you want to own or build a home. Now, on the surface, you might say, yeah, Danette, this whole animal thing sounds great. And I love that you're rolling your shoulders and having a good time. But what I need is a mortgage and there's nothing sexy about a mortgage. (laughs) Well, I hear you and I disagree. I think anything can be sexy if you look at it the right way. You have an imagination. You can do anything with it. Do good things. How can your mortgage be sexy. Now, I understand that there are practical elements involved in creating future goals. Of course, yes. You know, going to a bank, filling out a form, yes. And yes, we have been taught that these things are in the category of work and sometimes hard work. Now, you can still do this work, you know, set up whatever it is that the work entails for you in this home situation, setting up a schedule for paying down debt, looking at what you need to qualify for a mortgage, aiming to acquire those qualifications, going to seminars, reading books, forming relationships with agents and other people who can help you get ready to achieve this, this goal in the future. So you can and you will do all of these things. But here's what I'm suggesting. It takes nothing away from those actions to imagine that this is all a part of a process of seduction. Are you with me? Just try it on. There's nothing to lose. (laughs) Stay with me for a second because there's nothing to lose by imagining it's a process of seduction. But what is there to gain? That's what my invitation is for you right now. So what if you imagined this house, this particular aspect of your desired future, and you imagined it like a potential lover that you wanted to seduce. And I want to add in to our imaginations that we are very confident about this seduction. So this is not like (laughs) desperate, like feeling like, oh, I'll never, I'll never attain this thing. Like we are very confident that we can seduce this potential lover. Okay. So the house is so, so very worth the long game of seduction, right? When you approach this home of your future, you know, I'm not talking about like both of you get drunk at a party and like hope something happens. No, 
This is long game. This is like you respect this house and you respect yourself. I'm talking about the full experience, enjoying the process. I'm talking about giving that house attention, fantasizing about it, imagining how it will feel to be inside it, believing that you have something wonderful to offer this house. You will be a fantastic lover of this house. You will care for it in a way that no one else has. And you will do those extra things, pay attention to the extra details that will take its breath away, make it feel adored and loved and wonderful. You are most deserving of this house and you know it. That house, your future, it will be in good hands with you. Imagine that. Feel it in your body as much as you can. Just try this on, this confidence. You are so confident that you can take your time because there is no urgency. There is no scarcity. You are allowing the house the time it takes to trust you, to see that you are there respectfully and passionately. You are showing up and doing the things that the house most needs, like becoming debt-free, making changes to your income or spending in service of the best possible future together. You are even being a gorgeous lover, now this is important, to your current living conditions, no matter what they are, because this is not about competition or waiting until a later date to be your amazing animal self for this great house. This You are this way always. This is your nature. What if respecting and loving your current living situation was how you showed your future house what it can expect when it is ready for you? Now, I don't know about you, but I'm like imagining repainting my kitchen. It's just making me squirm in my chair. It can be this fun always. A house is only one example, but you can imagine yourself seducing anything in your future, big and small, including an actual lover whom you don't even yet know. Maybe someone you've never met. You just know that one day you would like to have that in your life, a job or a business that you would love to look forward to, a holiday or some kind of travel adventure that seems far away and unattainable. What about some healing? Healing that you would love to do and you just you don't feel quite ready for. But what if you imagined seducing it just a wee bit closer? That's all. What would that look like? Whew. Would you like to imagine this together? Because I know I would. Clearly, you have heard how much I enjoy this. (laughs) This work brings my human animal great, great pleasure. If you're feeling a little tingly and you would like to explore what your long game seduction might look like, you can book a call with me. Head on over to the homepage, RadicalCreativeSanctuary.com. I've made it easy for you. You can just schedule an appointment right there on the homepage. 
You know, this really is just about shifting your perspective. It's the same thing, walking down the street with the trees, saving up money to like achieve a goal. They can be dull. They can be stressful. They can seem like almost even a burden. I have seen people and I have done this as well, where you're achieving a goal that is like, like an incredible privilege, an incredible honor. And somehow you manage to (laughs) complain about it as though it's like something tedious, a burden that you're carrying. My gosh, what if you just changed the way you looked at it, the way you felt about it? I mean, you have this choice. This is available to you all the time. And I think it's a wonderful way to take care of yourself because it feels so nice. You have the power to feel good, to feel a little better. Now, you might be listening to this thinking like, wow, Danette's getting like pretty excited about painting a kitchen. (laughs) And maybe that's a bit of a jump from where you are currently. I understand that. But you don't have to be like me or like anyone else. We're just looking at that little bit, right? That little bit closer, bringing something a little closer to pleasure. What would that look like? Now, until next time, thank you for listening. I really appreciate um, you just being here, spending your time with me. This is, um, time is just an incredible gift and I'm very grateful for yours. I want you to enjoy all that breathing you're already doing. Enjoy it. Imagine it as that almost erotic dance. Can you feel it? It could be a real game changer. You are someone worth loving. It all starts with you and it all starts in your imagination. Until next time, take care of you.